Welcome to the Dad's Rank Things Podcast, a definitive ranking of the most indefinite things, from the commonsensical to the outright outrageous. Just two dads speaking their minds, or what's left of them. Welcome to episode 20 of Dad's Rank Things. I'm Jones. I'm Tyler. And today we kick it off with another one of your guys' suggestions, a fan suggestion, and that is our favorite sports bad boys. Mm. So, uh, Tyler's worn a few shirts over a few episodes <laughs> that have got attention, one of them being Christian, uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll see if that comes up later. Uh, I, you know, I, I think I almost, it, it got me thinking, yes, I didn't want to wear my I still heart Christian Leitner shirt again or whatever, because we, we did, I did catch a lot of flack for that. Yep. That's so why I brought this up. Uh, but I think we need to do a list of, like, athletes you love but everyone else hates. Okay. It seems like an interesting topic. I think our fans would 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 go that route, but it got us thinking and got you guys thinking. So we took your suggestion: top three bad boys. All right, my number three has come up in in the conversation recently, and that's Dennis Rodman because a thirty for thirty film just dropped on him, which kind of showed uh, his life. And we kind of talked about before if a dramatic showcase it was. of that. But you can't argue with what he did. He led the league in rebounding seven years in a row with three different teams, won back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year awards, and oh yeah, he didn't score what was still an NBA superstar, which is very hard to do. So you can't argue with what he did on the court, even though he was polarizing off the court. He played with passion, which is one reason he was always fun to watch, regardless of if he was on the basketball court or off the basketball court. He was fun to watch. Yeah, definitely. If you've seen the 30 for 30, I don't know, it took me through a lot of roller coaster of emotions. I loved Dennis Rodman at one point, then I hated him, then I loved him again, and then I think by the end of it, I don't like him again. So it was one of those roller coaster things, but yeah, you can't argue with his passion. He cries a lot. Um, it's, It's interesting. You need to check it out, definitely, if you haven't seen it. I, I read the book. Yeah, as bad, bad as, as I want to be. be yeah. Yeah. I, I read the book, yeah. so I knew a lot of those those stories that were coming at us. But uh, yeah, that that's a good start. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I think I'm gonna throw you for a twist here. Okay. Uh, my number three bad boy is John Daly. Oh, I think he's that. the closest we'll ever have to like a Happy Gilmore. <laughs> right. You know, I I it's such a you know a conservative sport, uh, very strict and rigid, and he just didn't care. Right. He just didn't care. And, uh, you know, smoking out there, bare feet, uh, you know, overweight, the, overweight <laughs> to do, doing whatever he wants to do, showing up late. Uh, like he, he just, he was the, but he was good. You know, he had, right. he had a little, little streak in his life where he was a, a top notch golfer. Obviously, it fell off quick, probably because of discipline. <laughs> but I think he made aware that you don't have to be this way if you don't want to be this way. That's why he was a bad boy because he pissed yes. off the golf purists, yes. fans, and officials alike. But I, I think if, I mean, if you're a casual golf fan, then you liked John Daly, right? Because of what he stood for as kind of the anti establishment guy. I think your devout. Golf fans hated him. Yeah, right, that's what made him right. a bad boy. But like you said, casual fan yeah. or just like now I'm paying more attention to golf. Right, he made it interesting, right? Always, always. Uh, my number two, um, you know, I'd be hard pressed by all my Vikings fans if I didn't have Randy Moss uh, <laughs> as my number two. Uh, as a Vikings fan, I lived with the ups and downs of what Randy brought to the table. Uh, but you know, when I can like look back on it now. I, I enjoyed it. I had fun watching Randy. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I, I still remember to this day, you know, where he fake mooned 
the Packers crowd after mm -hmm. he got a touchdown. I'm like, why is that a flag? He didn't even show his ass. Like, it's just a fake moon. Like, come on. But, uh, you know, then like some videos all popped up of him, you know, and whatever. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, it, it was it, it was a good run with Randy. I liked it. His Have you seen his 30 for 30? I have not. Randy, no. you? No, I haven't seen good. It's good. Now, there, so I'll ask you a question. Two bad the reason, boys the reason right why now. I like Randy Moss is because he went to high school with Jason Williams, the basketball player, played both basketball and football with Jason Williams in West Virginia. Uh, but a follow-up question is, did you like Randy Moss when he played for the Patriots? Of course not. <laughs> so you're the, uh, Of course not. It, it didn't, the brand loyalty didn't go towards... No. It was just... I respected him. The I respected him there. But uh, you know what's funny? We, we've, I just, this just hit me. We've selected three people. They all are. They all have thirty for thirties about them so far, yeah. or are going. I think John Daly one. If it doesn't exist already, is coming. I'm pretty positive. Right. So that's my number two. Uh, my number two is Deion Sanders. So prime time, four still for four. The only person to score a touchdown and hit a home run in the same week in professional sports. Uh, the reason why I liked him is because he was not only the fastest man on the planet in the '90s, but he drew attention for his mouth, his play, and his fashion. He had all-time swag. So that's the reason why I love Deion Sanders. It's funny, too, because, once again, we're 4 for 4. He has a 30 for 30. <laughs> right. uh, he kind of mentions in his that, you know, Primetime is, is his football name. Like, but, he really didn't consider that his baseball name. He, he almost took on a different persona to fit into each genre, each sport, mm -hmm. and, and that sport's culture. And that kind of... I don't know, that was interesting, like, mindset-wise for me as a coach to know, like, he can turn on something else and, and make himself perform differently for different right. sports. Did you know how he got the nickname primetime? It wasn't from football or baseball. It's actually from basketball. He scored 30 points in a high school game. His best friend said, hey, you going to show up primetime next time? That's how he got his <laughs> nickname from they, basketball. Have you school. seen the 30 for 30? It just, yeah. It, it, yeah. I don't even know if they brought that up. No, I don't think so. How he got the nickname. No, he just said he crazy. started calling himself that. Yeah, and he lied. Yeah. <laughs> Primetime's got a mouth. He extrapolates sometimes. Uh, my number one is also somebody with a big mouth, and that's Allen Iverson. <laughs> he is the sole reason why I got cornrows in high school. And, yes, I do have, did have cornrows. Not can't tell from here. But uh, he was under six feet tall. He's listed at six foot one, but he, he was actually under that. Led the league in scoring four times. Uh, was an MVP. And again, being under six foot is unheard of in the NBA. But then also he crossed up Jordan, broke his ankles before Michael got fat. Iris that, that was an epic moment too. Oh yeah, that was like in late nineties. That yeah. was the moment yeah. for passing the torch on past Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah. And it was Iverson for a little bit before the league started hating him and very polarizing to fans. Another reason why I liked him is because he played hard on both ends of the floor. He, I mean, he led the league in steals three years, um, but he didn't do it in practice. We're talking about practice, <laughs> of course. Uh, did he have? Didn't he drop a rap album? He had multiple rap albums. Yeah. Did you ever listen to those? I did. They were horrible. <laughs> I figured. Never you purchased them. Those off of LimeWire when that was big. Oh yeah, Iverson on the LimeWire. Mm -hmm. uh, my number one has is is basically the product of a full 180. Full 180. I hated this person for my whole life growing up, you know, as an NBA fan. Um, and then I, I watched the 30 for 30 bad boys about the Pistons. Uh, and I couldn't help but completely understand and relate to the logical thinking of Bill Lambeer. Mm -hmm. After I saw that, and, and I've watched it like a hundred times now because we watch it, you know, all the time uh, for our road trips and everything. But 
I couldn't help but but get into his mindset that he would do whatever it took for his team to win. Yeah. He would he would get in Michael Jordan's face if 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 Robert Parrish threw a punch at him and punched him in the face and got kicked out of the game. He helped his team. Mm-hmm. Everything he did has logic to me now. And so at the time watching him, I hated him. Now for all the bad boys, like I, I Bill Lambeer's my all out number one bad boy. He put the team first, right? He put imagine. the team first. That's also was like with Robin too, did the same thing. Yeah. Like Vinny Johnson. Um, those that bad boys team m- oh. meshed well together because they all sacrificed for the team. You could put any of those guys probably on the list and I'd I'd say yeah, they they knew what they were doing and they did it together. But uh, what do you have? You know, we want to hear your lists. I'm sure there's some really good bad boys out there that we forgot, and or like we I said, most hated too. Yeah, we could do most hated. Yeah, so those are John Rocker. John, oh god, <laughs> does he watch our show or something? Like his name comes up too much. <laughs> As it starts to get a little colder outside, um, you know, and, and let's be honest, some of us guys we like to go outside and do do yard work, right, and kind of mosey around and take our time doing things, but. You know, ultimately you have to get inside and then you got these, you're kind of in this like double place of, well, you got to finish doing all this outside stuff, but you also have to do some inside work now. And our honeydew lists get long and tedious and you know what? A lot of things we just don't like. So we're going to go ahead and tell you our top three worst chores on your honeydew list. And my number three uh, is cleaning gutters. Ooh, I don't, I don't like yeah. cleaning gutters. Uh, you know, it's almost like do. If I look up there, if I get up there and look in there, I'm gonna have to clean it. Right. You know. So all the guys, all we do is like we hope that nothing pops out of the gutter that our wife would see. Just fills to 80% capacity. Yeah, like uh, come on, stay, stay, stay. The water's still getting through there. I think we're okay. Uh, but man, yeah, once you get in there, it's it's like it's nasty. It's it's wet. It's. Do you have a thing for heights too? Or are oh. you afraid? I'm okay with heights. Yeah, I'm okay with heights, but uh, yeah, I, I, so that part of it doesn't bother me. It's just like, it's like and then you're mo- you got to get off. You got to move to do the next right. section of yeah. the gutter. It's, it's tedious, just, is what it tedious. is. Very I don't like it. That's my number three. Get it out of here. Yeah, I don't like that one either. Good thing is I only have to do it like two times a year: once yeah. in the spring, once in the fall. Eighty percent. Eighty percent. My number three is paying the bills with checks. <laughs> yes, there are still some companies around that only accept <laughs> checks. It is 2019, we have self-driving cars, we have yeah. robots that do gymnastics, but I still have to write calligraphy on parchment and hand it to you as a deed of payment. I, I don't like that whatsoever. Why can't we just move to, I mean, it's 21st century. Hey, I, and I, I agree with you, and it's, you know, I feel like in the last five to seven years, that number of checks has gotten shorter right. and shorter, but there's it's still there, Right. you know? It's still there, and I, I, I I'll criticize it, but in the same breath, I'll admit the hypocrisy because I don't even use online banking. Really? Yeah. Like I don't. I don't you even. Don't, you don't trust the system. I do. I do. Like I've set up my account like three times, but then I forget all of my information, password, everything, and how to use it. And I almost feel bad, like calling my bank for the tenth time to like ask them my information. And they're like, "My God!" Like write it down. I know they're gonna tell me that. You probably hack your system. They know your middle name and your mom's maiden name and all that stuff now. Well, my my thing is, and I know you talked about it. We've talked about it before, but uh, you know everybody uses Apple Pay or Venmo. Right. You know, like why aren't these Company like I, I actually brought it up to my daycare provider. Mm-hmm. You do Venmo, and, you know? She's like, "Well, what's that?" And I said, well, "Here it is." And she's like, "Well, can you just pay that then?" And I was like, "I would love yeah. to." <laughs> Boom! Cut one less check. Yep, one less done. check. 
What's your number two? Uh, my number two is emptying the dishwasher. So they're just going to get dirty in another 1.7 minutes. Why can't we just use paper plates forever? I don't understand. We use the same dishes over and over and over again. I do a marathon in the kitchen going back and forth between emptying the dishwasher. And there's always that one damn straw that gets stuck in the rack. So frustrating. One of the most frustrating things in my life is getting stuck when I'm trying to pull that thing out and that straw is there. So, but is it a balance between, you know, unloading the dishwasher again or taking the garbage out because you use so many paper plates? Yeah, you gotta have your balance there. But I take the garbage out anyways. I think I would do it less frequently than you know emptying the dishwasher. Uh, okay, I'll give you that. I'm one. just a simplistic guy, I guess. Uh, my number two is cleaning the litter box. Oh yeah. I mean that. I know there's there's like you said there's robots and machines that but like I'm not buying that you know like I just know I gotta go down there once a week and clean up poop and pee. <laughs> Just so I could have this, these weird cats that run around my house. like. And again, you think technology would take over at a cheaper rate. There are robots that could do it. Yeah. Well, why can't there be a cat toilet? There's yeah. some people who train their cats, obviously, to be potty trained. Uh, my cat drinks out of the toilet, here, here, but hasn't figured out how to use it. Here's where we get screwed. Because um, and, and if, you, if you haven't heard this, I'm surprised. But you know, apparently, like you know, when a woman is pregnant, there's something about... The cat litter substance they're not supposed to handle it or be right. around it like guys like we're screwed that was it if you ever were gonna get away from doing cat litter but then you knocked up your wife <laughs> you're doing cat litter the rest of your life now it's your mistake because it's your, your fault there's a routine that started she's like well i can't touch i can't even touch it down there yeah. you know so you, get you, ha you have to do it the rest of your life <laughs> i'm screwed so uh, yeah, we're in that routine right now uh but my, my number one worst thing to do I know this is a, a fleeting moment, but this is the moment we're talking about. My number one worst thing to do right now is clean the toy room or pick <laughs> up the kids' toys. You want to talk about never-ending, and, you know, you just you just get to a point where it's just you hope to find other objects to put the toys into. Uh, crates. <laughs> uh, oh, look at this bucket from Burger King. <laughs> put a bunch of shit in there. Like that's pretty much what it becomes. And it's just, and you're, you're, we're old now. So like we're leaning over yeah, the whole time. Your, your head starts swelling because mm -hmm. you're down there. Then your back's hurt. Then you can't get off the floor. Number one. <laughs> that's true. You put it off for so long. Yeah. And it just amasses. Wait till it gets to a tsunami of toys before you even start. Uh, we've now graduated to um, making the girls do it, help pick up at the same time, and they get well, a treat because of it. Oh, um, that's not a bad idea. So we My kid would just be like, nah, you can do it. I don't need any treats. <laughs> we have a soundtrack to picking up our toys, too. We play Daniel Tiger in the background, and they get a treat for helping Man. pick it up. But still, we're a part of that, obviously, because <laughs> right. there are so, much, so many toys and so much space to pick How up. How can the kids go? to their daycares or nurseries or preschools or whatever and and pick up all the toys there that's true and then they come home <laughs> like and they're like nah you do it <laughs> what like how like just like you do at daycare no <laughs> all right my number one is mowing the yard oh okay so i know this is dad blasphemy but i don't really enjoy a well manicured <laughs> lawn you I mean, don't care i don't i don't really care i mean i don't compare myself to anybody else i know most dads do i'm just not that guy uh, and since we live in the Midwest, we have to do it like once every three days or else yeah. our yard turns into Jumanji. You do. So it's never-ending task. Just like, it does get Jumanji. Just like the dishwasher, just like paying the bills with checks, it's just tedious. Okay, so I, I, I'm not a keeping up with the Joneses, no pun intended, yep. lawn guy. Like, and I, I, Luckily, one of my neighbors also he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. But I don't mind mowing the lawn. I, I put my headphones in. 
I, I get away for a little bit, and I, I'm I'm actually okay with it. I got, mm -hmm. that one I become okay with. But yeah, I, I don't care if my lawn looks great or not, or I'm not going to spend another ten grand on landscaping. Right. It's just another one of those things I push off to just I clean up the toys. I had this, I wait till it becomes <laughs> jungle before I do it. I had this neighbor. Um, he was about oh man, 85 years old, and you know he's mulching his lawn and he's mowing it, and I come out and. and next door and I'm mowing my lawn and I'm bagging it and uh, he, he look over he's, like, hey, hey, hey. he's waving me down I think his name was Don I went over there I was like hey what's up? everything okay and he's like why the hell you got your bag on and I was like uh, you know so I don't have the, the mulch right. in, in my yard and he's like Jesus son life's too short just mow the damn lawn let it blow around and then mow it again next week and I'll be, I'll be damned if that didn't stick. I'm like, you know what? He's right. Why am I taking an extra 15, <laughs> 20 minutes to just bag it, put this in this specific garbage can, and then what's the point? It's true. He died. <laughs> so now I'm like, I see what you mean. <laughs> Got to live life to its fullest. <laughs> he, he lived Avoid his best life, man. <laughs> Avoid the mold. I'm, I'm there bagging. He's on his back porch drinking beer, waving at me. <laughs> So majority of time growing up as kids, you're watching cartoons, right? It's the Saturday morning cartoons, it's just what you do. But Tyler and I wanted to dive into what's the best show growing up that wasn't a cartoon for kids. Yeah, so no, there are a lot of kids shows that still exist that aren't necessarily cartoons. So we wanted to say, hey, what what are our favorites? You know, and, and we have a lot of, of course, listeners and viewers that are about our age. And so they're going to have a lot of memories. Maybe they, I have a feeling you guys will remember a lot of shows that we're not remembering even but right. yeah we just we say let's get away from cartoons but you know kids show still when we were growing up like what what do we what did we like so we both grew up during around the same time frame there might be others who had the uh, 80s and 2000s yeah. we were 90s kids or we got some so, 60s and 70s yeah. fans too i'd yeah. like to know what they had so this is 90s nostalgia for tyler and i uh, my number three is mighty Morphin power rangers oh the yes. white ranger was my shit <laughs> that dude was awesome uh, there's nothing that got the drilling pumping like watching these teenagers <laughs> dressing up fighting criminals uh, most of the time they were, were otherworldly criminals yeah, they were in, and they drove dinosaur vehicles like how cool is that yeah. that's like epic 90s kid stuff my my kid still likes that show oh they got yeah lots of different iterations I don't know if there. there's I don't all know kinds if of spin-offs yeah i don't know if it's i don't know if it's i mean the 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 nunchucking and all that's still right. the same, but I don't know if they're like new episodes or not. They, they gotta be. They went through, I don't know how many different iterations okay. in the late 90s and early 2000s. Of course, the movie just came out like in 2017 or something like that where they remade everything. But so I think the original know, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, and I, I and Power Rangers were like crazy pop. They're still pretty popular. Yeah, still popular they're yeah. still pretty popular. Uh, my number three, I, I wanted to put Sesame Street. But I have to admit, I would get more excited for reading Rainbow, yeah. just because uh, the the grasp of it was uh, it was less frequent, obviously, so it wasn't on as often. I felt like, or maybe it was on a different time when I was a kid growing up. Um, but for me, that that was that was the show, um, and being able to. You know, what was that guy's name? LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton, yeah. LeVar Burton. Yeah. What a great host. I think he was on Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he, was, he was on Star Trek. Um, but, yeah, for me, I think uh, reading Rainbow, in and of its rarity and being able to watch it uh, not as frequently, I think made – I'm going to put that above Sesame Street. I apologize to all you Sesame Street apologists out there. I recognize its importance in our in our 
age of growing up and right. educating us, but hey, you, you got to give Reading Rainbow some. Uh, Mr. Rogers uh, was is my number two. You liked Mr. Rogers. I loved huh? Mr. Rogers. I loved Make Believe Land. Uh, I, I I was all for it. I was a fan. Um, I I didn't think it was you know like a lot of kids are like oh, it was boring. Like right. I don't know. I liked it. I liked yeah. Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. I feel like I watched it all the time. Um, so maybe I was learning something. Maybe I wasn't. But uh, you know I'm. A, I didn't see the documentary. I haven't either. Everyone said we're supposed to. And now there's this Mr. Rogers movie coming right. out. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks mm -hmm. is in it. And then the guy from the show, The uh, Americans, which I like that good show. So uh, I'm excited to, to. I still have to watch the documentary. I will. But I'm also excited for the movie, too. We don't say why we disagree very often on the show, but I disagree with that one because Mr. Rogers, to me, was boring, bland. He, while he was soothing, I'll give that to him, it was a very soothing show. It wasn't entertaining to me so as, as a kid, so I had a very short attention span. Yeah. Um, so that's the reason my number two, Bill Nye the Science Guy, made it. Oh! Because he actually made learning fun. Yeah. And the nerd that I am, this was a funny-ass show uh, to me. Uh, he made 100 episodes in the first five years of this series. Now he's gone into much more fame after that original PBS Kids show. Um, but to me this was education as hell taught me about science and that's the reason why i fell in love with astronomy in part because of bill nye the science guy wow little known fact did you know bill nye is an accomplished line dancer <laughs> did you make that up no line <laughs> my research <laughs> i mean he's very respected even in his field though oh yeah like not just for being like a goofy tv guy but i'm pretty sure he, you know he's very respected in his field and very passionate too yeah. like he'll, he'll until the day he dies yeah he'll, he'll talk about it my number one NBA Inside Stuff. Oh, So this was the epic conclusion to the Jones Saturday morning. Ahmad Rashad was my first delve into sports journalism. So he's actually had a really early influence into what I wanted to be when I grew up. And then Summer Sanders, oh, hot gosh, for a young teenage kid. So dreamy. So dreamy. What a show. That was awesome. I, I am actually mad at myself. That was like the best show out there for kids. <laughs> yeah, because you got the they get the player profiles, you got the highlights in the same show. Uh, Is that still on? Then they did the uh, like bloopers. Yeah, it's actually NBA still TV? on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, great. <laughs> I'm shaking his hand because I'm very impressed with that. Man, that should have been my number one. This is why we do this, though. Mm -hmm. This is why I do this. My number Wish one. Uh, my number one is Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Mm -hmm. What an awesome show. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't wait until they got to the end of the show and they had whatever, they had the state set up or the uh, the continent set up with mm -hmm. all the countries in there and the kids had the red poles and they had to sprint and put it on Missouri. Boom, and they had to stick it on Missouri, you know, and, and the music's pumping and I'm, I'm jumping around like cheering for them. Um, and then they had a really great... Great theme song, yeah. You know, with the "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego" theme song. That like, was a key to any kid show. I you think, got, you had you to back then. Back hooked. then, it mattered, man. If you, if you didn't have something in the first fifteen seconds, you're I just re done. I remember, like, as a kid, like actually dancing to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> as the show came on, I would like do some weird dance moves. I wasn't very good. Uh, obviously, I'm still not. But yeah, "Where in the World Is Carmen San Diego"? I, it was it was very educational. That's yeah. like the sole purpose yep. of it. But then it was it had some good thrilling uh, aspects to it and a great theme song. And all the parents out there, there is a new Netflix series called Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego. That's a cartoon, but it's actually educational too. Yes, good. Where's Waldo actually just came out with the cartoon. Really? Yeah, brand new on Universal Kids. Where's Waldo? Yeah, who knew?